Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm one of your hosts, Hayes. I'm joined by them Kayak boys, C-Dub and Bobby in the building. You already know what it is. It's number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Today, we're going to be discussing the upcoming Bears free agents in the next offseason. Who stays, who goes. We're going to play a little game with that. We'll also be talking about what former Bears will have the best season this season. And then we'll end on some advanced stats for Darnell Mooney and what that tells us about his real potential as being a number one wide receiver. We'll get into all that and more in today's Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, people. So first up, who stays, who goes? So the Bears have a handful of upcoming free agents. Well, they have more than that, but key free agents. I'll just focus on some of the big, bigger names here. So for the list that we're going to be talking about, Roquan Smith, uh, David Montgomery, uh, Byron Pringle, who hasn't even played a game for the Bears yet, uh, Morrow, and uh, DHC. So, C-Dub, Bobby, so first we're going to start off with Roquan Smith. Stay or go? Where do you sit with this right now? Well, obviously, Roquan Smith has to stay. They're going to pay this man the best player on the team. Yeah. There's no questions about it. Yeah. yeah. He will be here. The, the, the money counting is loading up. They plugging it in the socket right now. He finna <laughs> get paid. He going to be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they get a contract extension worked out even before it free agency even starts next year between now and then because you got to if you don't resign Roquan Smith you got to have a hell of a thing to come in to be replaced because I'm telling you right now Bears fans are not going to stand for it's not no way it's not gonna happen man like I don't care like knock on wood I don't care if he does get injured for some reason and only plays three games this season you still pay that man you pay him you guys pay that man you pay him I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm not expecting you guys to put a number on it but I say Roquan is easily going to sign uh, for three years, probably sixty-five million. Okay, right. I'm gonna just he worth that. that. Yeah. He worth that. He definitely yeah, I, I, worth listen, more. Listen, and the way, and also the, like this is one of the things that sucks about the NFL contracts is that right, nothing's a guaranteed contract in the NFL. They can cut a motherfucker at any time. So, oh yeah. <laughs> Smith needs to get his money, man. Uh, but, you know, rather than putting numbers on everything, next player that we up, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit too, David Montgomery, man. Uh, this is one of the biggest, I think, question marks mm. on this whole list is because it's, a, it's the position that he's at, it's kind of easy. Like I said, at the at, it, it'll be easy for the Bears to replace at least 80 to 85% of what David Montgomery gets. Now, that's not to say that I'm down on him as a player. I love Montgomery. I want to see him be a Bear for a very long time. But just looking at how Ryan Poles manages money, um, if anybody on this list doesn't come back, I see it being David Montgomery. What do you guys think? I definitely agree with you. Uh, let me preface my statement saying that I love David Montgomery. Uh, his breaking tackle, he breaks tackles like no one other. It's like few in the NFL that can do it. Uh, he's a hard worker. He works hard every year. But I think it's like 12 other running backs that can fit, you know, fit the role on the, on the team. And just like you said, Ryan Poles, he's very conservative with his, with his spending when it comes to comes to running backs, at least. So I'm going to say no with David Montgomery. Just just do us a favor. Go crazy this year, David, man. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> just give us one. Come on. I bro. feel like uh, David, got he got to make it hard for the Bears to say no. Like, he has to come in and have a season where the Bears say, hey, man, listen, maybe we didn't originally want to pay him this amount of money, but we kind of got to. Do you see what he just did? Yeah. Uh, but Bobby, what do you think? Who that's a tough one because if you think about it, the the to me, in my opinion, one of the last good running backs we had, and this is a while back, it was Matt Forte. 
and yeah, they ain't they ain't even pay his ass. <laughs> like, no. but I don't. We don't know what went on in at the negotiating table. We don't know, but I know, or what I believe is, Poe's gonna go to the table. And he gonna say, "Look, this is what I'm offering. You gonna you gonna take it or not?" And if that man be like, "No, I deserve to be paid like this and want to be the top," it's over. But I mm-hmm. believe I don't know. I think that sometimes situations matter. If he feel like that he in a good situation with Justin Fields, if he shows improvement, the offense continues to grow, there's a strong chance that he will stay. But I'm going to just go ahead and say, because we can't leave no speculation on the table, I believe he returns, and he going to be returning on a discount. Mm, you, mm, you all in that man money. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look, I, I'm not going to put a number on it, but, bro, we already looked at the numbers. Derrick Henry <laughs> don't even yeah, make like nice. Like, that man, he the, he the whole entire Tennessee Titans offense. Yes. And he don't even make, like, crazy money. He make crazy money if it compared to my money. But you all get the drift. <laughs> I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, and to bring up Matt Forte, Matt Forte played eight years for the Chicago Bears. Eight amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, Matt Forte was the last running back man, that man, we man. did have here for a considerably long time. And keep in mind, that man started off the 2015 season with, I think, a game like 150-something rushing yards against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And the Bears oh! didn't offer him a contract <laughs> in that offseason. They didn't even offer him a contract. Now, I think he got hurt that season, too, at this point. Mm-hmm. That's like freaking – Eight years ago, but I think he got hurt that season. But uh, yeah, they didn't even offer him one. Now that was Ryan Pace rather than Ryan Poles. But you know, David Montgomery's younger than, than what Forte was at the time. I really do think it's going to come down to, like you said, Ryan Ryan Poles is going to come to the table with a contract in mind. He's going to offer that contract and be like, "Hey, man, this is what I got for you." Not to say he's going to say it like a dick, but if there's no wiggle room between that, if Forte, I'm mean, sorry, Forte, Forte's on the mind now. If Montgomery and his agent want more and they're and they're hard on that i really i'm gonna put a percentage rather than the contract i say that there's a 65 percent chance that david montgomery comes back as a chicago bear right now that's that's, that percentage that's can go up but that's that's all i'm willing to give it and it sucks right but i just, just man if they're is, gonna let bro. any like i say any any big time player go between and especially if it comes between giving him or roquan money we already know that's going to smith it's not even a that's question definitely 100 percent so, yeah, and then we'll see where the Bears draft too, because they could have a very high draft pick in that running back class. At least me briefly looking at it, looks like it's going to be pretty solid in the draft. They could huh. easily be like, "Hey, man, listen, yeah, man, <laughs> pizza, <laughs> we good, man." Uh, all right, all right. Next one up. Now, this is he just signed with the with the Bears on a proven deal. This is Byron Pringle. Now, it's going to be harder to kind of gauge him because we haven't seen what he looks like on this team with this offense with our quarterback Justin Fields, but. What do you what percentages or how do you guys feel about Byron Byron Pringle? We're really just going off of what the coaches have said in OTA so far and what he said about his excitement to be here and you know what he's done in uh, other teams. But what do you guys think as far as Pringle? Well, Byron P- Pringle, he's on one of those Ryan Poles uh one year deaf uh deaf <laughs> contracts. Need to prove it or you're gonna get lost. And I think this guy's up to the task, man. Going by his uh his video from when he was with the Kansas City Chiefs last year, I like this guy, man. I like I like how he catches the ball, I like his playmaking ability out there, his run out there to catch. He's he's awesome, dude. Um, I'm gonna go and say, go ahead and say that we keep this guy. Eighty percent, eighty percent chance we keep this guy, man. Okay, that's high. That's especially high, just considering, like I said, we haven't actually seen him play for us yet. Yeah. But I feel where you're coming from. I won't lie to you. I feel where you're coming from with that. I'll get into my percentages after Bobby. Go ahead, Bobby. 
Oh, so I think this guy has is has a chance to be Christian Kirk 2.0. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that play, I'm saying that this guy have a good season and then some team that's desperate paying big money. I don't know. So I, I believe it's a 50-50 chance. That's the percentage for me. Simply because if this guy goes out and has this crazy year, you know what I'm saying? Some team, like a Jacksonville Jaguars, they will go out and be like, hey, here's all this money. Come play. Plus, you already know, wide receivers are at a premium right now. These guys coming out mm-hmm. of college like it's nothing. So yeah. 50-50 chance is all dependent on what his season look like. So the things that I try to look at with Byron, Byron Pringle are specific specifically his last season with the Chiefs. And he was a receiver and kick returner for them in most times. He had 42 receptions for 568 yards and five touchdowns. But key in on this, this is the thing that made me say, hey, no, this guy is going to be something for the Chicago Bears in the playoffs. In the playoffs. He he had five receptions for 37 yards against the the Pittsburgh Steelers um, and two touchdowns against the Buffalo Bills. Five receptions, 29 yards, but a touchdown there. This guy is a target, and he gets you touchdowns. For for the amount of receptions that he gets per touchdowns, I don't – I haven't – listen, I'm not an advanced stat person when it comes to the NFL, but that to me says, hey, there, I can see why Poe saw the promise in him and gave him a proof of deal to say, hey, man, listen, yes, you haven't done a ton in your NFL career, but you're now going to be the dedicated number two more than likely – you're going to be targeted. You're going to get every opportunity to get these receptions and probably a lot of touchdowns as well. I'm, I try, listen, I'm sometimes too much of a logical person. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like the, my heart really wants to put a 60% chance on it, but like Bobby, just being fair, I got to probably put a 50, 50 chance on it, but I really do think that regardless of if he comes back or not, Byron Pringle is going to be a good weapon for Justin Fields this season. I have no doubts. Facts. About yes. So, yeah. And just man, like, Every like every looking at every he's six one, 203 pounds, man. He's gonna be what I what's value? I can don't remember what's what size Village Jones is, but he's clearly gonna be a bigger uh, target, especially like, in the red yeah. zone against uh, uh over over Mooney. We'll talk about Mooney later on. We have a whole topic covering him, but yeah, I like Byron Pringle. I like his ability to excel in this team, and we'll see once it gets on the actual field. But I, I can say that I feel pretty confident about him in the Bears jersey. That's for sure. Yeah, All, right. All right, let's Agreed. get on to the next one. Nicholas Morrow. Nicholas Morrow, baby. I say that the guy, it all depends. I would give this one maybe like a 65%, maybe a little okay. bit higher. But it all, it's all dependent on his, if this man can stay healthy, I think he'll stay. If he gets injured and there's something against those that knee again, mm. out the door. Out the door. Yeah. So, man, just, hey, good health for you, my boy. I hope you have some good health so you can get you some money. And that's the thing I, th- I think that it really comes down to him with him. It's not his ability on the field. Like, we know he's a damn good linebacker. It's can you stay healthy? Um, that's really the question. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say this. Unfortunately, this is probably pro- – I, I don't think he's coming back. And not even because I think he's going to have a bad season or anything. I think he only came to the Bears for an opportunity to prove that he can stay healthy. And I think he's 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 going to get an offer. Only being 26 years old, he'll be 27 years old next. Unless the Bears do enough between this offseason with development and next offseason with draft and signing into where they are a, a surefire playoff team, I think that he's going to get snatched up by a contender in my, in, or want to go to a better team, in my opinion. So I don't put a very high percentage on it. I'm going to put a 40% chance that uh, Nicholas Morrow is back in the Bears uniform after this season. What about you, C-Dub? 
Fair oh, enough. once again, Nicholas Morrow. I hear both of you guys. You guys make great points. But I, I like Nicholas Morrow a lot. I like how he compliments uh my guy Smith. Mm-hmm. My guy uh Roquan Smith in the linebacker core. Uh he, he brings speed and he brings he's a great tackler too. So that means he can get out there and guard some of those, some of those uh high speed rab receiver like tight ends in this league. Uh, referring to his injury, it is a concern. That'll be the only thing that'll stop, stop him from being on this team, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with 60% chance that he will be on this team next year. Okay. That's I pretty like high. Well, fair Marvel. enough. Fair enough. Last person we're covering on this list, DeAndre Houston Carson. Man, I, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> right, I have no... I don't know where to start or stop when it comes to this game. <laughs> I really don't. like. I, I have no idea... I almost didn't put him on the list just because I'm like, I'm probably not going to have an answer for this one. Like, (laughs) I I got nothing, fam. I got nothing. How is he on the team? How he keep getting on the team anyway these last couple years? I'm going to go ahead and say 100% chance he's on the team next year. And I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he 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 was he was drafted in the sixth round, right? In two was it fifteen or sixteen? Whatever. He uh, stuck around this long, so it's like, who's to say he won't? Like he is he going to be our Udonis Haslam? Is that what he's going to be? Is he going to be on this? He's going to stick around long enough to where we officially going to be good, and he's going to get a ring just because he's just been here. Like he just he's just here. He's just hanging around, man. I don't know. I, I guess my guy just a good glue guy and a culture guy. But we'll see if he fits this culture. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm a, hey, the man <laughs> since 2015. So come <laughs> on, bro. That's before Nagy with Nagy. So he fit two different cultures already. Why not be with a third? Shit, he might be good as a backup. And I don't think he demands a lot of money either. So they'd be like, oh, we gonna just go ahead and give him this little, you know, couple meal and or whatever. And he gonna be on the team. I say oh. the guy, depending on how he back up one of the uh, one of the defensive backs. He might be well a safety spot. He might still be there because I think they haven't played special teams too. So we'll yeah, see. This is true. And he so he signed a one year, one hundred point seven seven million. When you're willing to accept that amount of money, you can be anywhere for ever long you want. Like there's there's probably when they doing their little accounting, he may not even pop up as much. <laughs> like yeah, that's a huge amount of money for us. But in the NFL, they probably just like hey man, listen they they. They throw more than that away in the damn stadium and food every night, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. Hey, no, hey, Virginia was like, man, y'all better not lose that guy. That's my bro, guy. I'm telling you. Virginia, gonna be he, he the Bears are going to win a title, and we're going to be looking at the roster like, damn, DHC is still on the roster? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> For real. Shout out to DHC, though, man. Keep getting yeah. them checks, brother. Keep getting them checks. Hell yeah. Keep, Keep getting, getting them checks. All right, man. So we talked about the current Bears, man, and where wh- what their percentage are for being on this team next season, which is way too early. We haven't even started this season, but you know what? It was fun to talk about. Uh, but we want to talk next about which former Bears are going to have the best season. Now, there's not a lot of them because, listen, Cohen, Eddie Goodman, Trevathan, still all free agents. Still. I have, like, all free agents. Um, But we got Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, and Nick Foles, which I shouldn't have even put oh, a great oh, white hope. Oh. Why did I even put his name <laughs> Me, me just seeing his name kind of triggered me a little bit. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. But, you know, 
uh, Foles come to, uh, like hella high water. If he gets a bunch of snaps, something's gone terribly, terribly wrong over there. Uh, but nonetheless, Hicks, Khalil Mack, who do you think has the better season this season? <clears throat> I'm going to go. Oh, go ahead, nephew. Go. I'm going Khalil Mack, man. I just mm-hmm. I think that the Chargers are on their way. They do have they are in the tough ass division right now, and they're gonna true. be fighting every time they go against a defensive opponent, they're gonna be fighting. But man, I think so. Khalil Mack, he he bursted on the scene. Y'all already know when he went up and smacked those cheese heads and we blew the game, but he still had an outstanding game <laughs> and he went crazy. Yes. And we he became one of my favorites for his time here. But man, being now he's gonna so basically his first few years. He was on the other side. The other side was Leonard Floyd. For some reason, with him, Leonard Floyd couldn't get right. Then they get Robert Quinn, and then his first year, Robert Quinn act like he ain't know how the hell to play uh, DN and rush the quarterback no more. Then they come back this past season. He they they start off well. My man's get hurt with a foot injury, so I think this guy gonna come back. And now he got Joey Bosa. You know Joey Bosa gonna come out oh there and play. God. And then yeah. the man, the the Chargers are stacked on offense. With Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, just to name a few. And then they got J- uh, J.C. Jackson as a corner and Duran James as another defensive back. Man, I, That's <laughs> dangerous. Bro. They just stacked That's... all on both sides of the ball. And no, the, those two rushing to their QB, <laughs> look out. I got Khalil Mack on this one. Okay. I see you. It's hard to top that, nephew. But I'm going to go with Hakeem Hicks based, based on if he is healthy. Because we know what he is. He is a terror. You're going to need two or three offensive linemen to even <laughs> begin to stop him from getting to your quarterback or to your running back in the backfield. Let's see now. He is going to be extra motivated. He really wanted to stay with the Chicago Bears, all things I heard. And the Chicago Bears, like we done with you, coming back in, back and forth in the lineup. Every game you back, that same game you out the lineup. <laughs> but Hakeem Hicks, I expect him to splash in this league. Watch out for Hakeem Hicks. Eight sacks, um, just a terror. He's going to be a monster this year. I'm just telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's difficult. Like, the thing is, is that can Hicks stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy, that really changes this whole conversation, right? But yes. considering where he's been – you can't really bet on health with him. So just because of that, I have to, as my mic, what the hell? <laughs> um, as, but just because of the health aspect, I have to pick Khalil Mack here because you just, it's, you'd be crazy to bet on, on health with Akeem Nicks right, uh, Hicks right now. You just would be crazy to do it. Um, but I tell you what, there's a chance really looking at where they are in the, in the conferences that they're in, this may be the Super Bowl matchup. Absolutely. Absolutely. This may be the Super Bowl matchup. It's like, I like and I mm-hmm. and I tell you what, I would love to see Khalil Mack get a ring. Like, I would Dang. literally love to see that. Like, I'd be rooting somebody for who really was only here for four seasons, he became one of my favorite Bears just because of the energy and everything that he put into. And that's not to slight Hicks at all. Hicks was a hell of a player as well, and he put a lot of energy into this team, also. But like, I just there's just some you just know, even if 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 Khalil Mack gets into a Super Bowl, you can't tell him shit. 
he is going to kill somebody that game because yes, he's going to he, be oh. try to be unstoppable. You can't. He may even ask oh. if he can line up at, at tight end in that game because he's going to be so damn excited. Jordan um, Love ain't been the same. Remember they put Jordan Love in <laughs> that yeah, man ripped man. the so, ripped his head off. Yeah, oh and so you know, I, I hope I hope for the best for both of them. And I yes. really like uh, Hicks going to the Buccaneers. Man, he goes to a team. What is going on? There, I have no idea. Man. <laughs> I didn't fucking jump in. <laughs> he go he goes he goes to a team uh that is is definitely a super bowl contender just because of, of them having the goat over there on the other side of the ball so sure. i really i really happy for both these guys i'm glad for the teams that they that they uh landed on but yeah khalil Mack gets my vote here man i think he's gonna have the best now out of the bears who aren't signed right now uh Tariq cohen eddie goldman danny trevathan which one do you expect to get a deal first if any do you think any of them get a deal this this season yeah, uh, I, I give you two. I give you Eddie, Eddie Goldman and Danny Trevathan. I think both mm-hmm. of them obviously got it. Them are professional players there. I mean, solid professionals. They'll give you good, you know, good numbers a se- for a season. I think those guys will definitely be on somebody's team. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I think these, I think, uh, man, it's so sad. I thought t- t- if Tariq Cohen didn't blow his damn Achilles, man. It's going to be hard. I believe somebody would have brought him in at least on the one year deal game, threw him a few million and just, you know, brought him in. So pray out to him. But I definitely feel like with injuries in the NFL all the damn time that uh, Eddie Goldman and Danny Trevathan has a chance. If betting on anybody, I would say Eddie Goldman will go first before Danny Trevathan simply because you can never have too many uh, defensive linemen and defensive linemen, bro, you need somebody to rush the pass. This is the league now. So, and that's why I go with who would get one first. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to Tariq Cohen, man. That that what he wrote in the Players Tribune was one of the mo- the deepest motherfucking articles ever written by a player. If y'all man. haven't read that, you need to go check it out. Spectacular, bro. That was just, that was phenomenal. He needs to win an award for that, bro. Like seriously. Yeah, that, that shit was, was that shit amazing. Was amazing. Um, all right, moving into the last topic today. So I kind of mentioned it earlier how like I use advanced stats a lot over on Chicago Bulls Central. I use a lot when talking about basketball. I think advanced stats are one of the things that really kind of help paint that fuller picture than just the normal stats. So there's this article that showed Darnell Mooney's advanced stats. And some of this was I've never been a big advanced stats guy in football because I I just love watching the game. I I look at what I see on the field. But let's just go over some of these. He averaged 4.8 yards after the catch per reception in 2021. That that oh that puts him ranking there with DJ Moore, uh, Deontay Johnson, people like that. He ranked 40th out of 94 qualifying receivers for yards per route run, which is is crazy. Uh, and then he ranked ninth in unrealized air yards, uh, uh, and that's more of a reflection of the quarterback. But he was up there with DK Metcalf, who we, we all said that we would love on this team. Stephon Diggs, Terry McLaurin, like the advanced stats. For Darnell Mooney, just looking at those would have you absolutely believe that this guy has potential to be number one wide receiver. And I have questioned this all summer in which we've been talking about, can Darnell Mooney really be a number one wide receiver? I tell you what, I don't usually get swayed by reading one damn article, but after reading those advanced stats, I may have been wrong. I may have to <laughs> eat some crow on this, man. How you guys feeling? Uh, okay, I understand that Darnell Mooney, he's, he's a good receiver, man. He's excellent. Mm-hmm. Just this article just won't move me. I still think he's a little bit small, and he's not, and he's small built. He's not just small; he's small built. I don't think you can ever be a one number one with that type of build. Uh, 
I'm gonna say no, but he's still a great player, dude. He's still a great yeah. player. Okay. So you're saying, and just just to kind of clarify, so people won't go off in the comments, you're not saying <laughs> you're 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 you you're saying he's a good receiver. You just yes. don't necessarily want to see him as the number one. No. So as a absolutely. number two, you're you're more than happy with Darnell. Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough, Bobby. Fair enough. Um, man, I've been deep into this film of this guy, man. But just a one example. Game one when we went against the LA Rams, I smoked by the way, because the red <laughs> rifle came with a rifle that ain't had no bullets, and I'm going to keep saying it. The man broke down Jalen Ramsey so nasty on a hitch and go. It was ridiculous. So that's what made me dive into more. And the man is good in open uh, with space. He can high point that ball. He got good hands. And me, I like the. I think he has the potential to be a number one. And one guy in particular that was a number one in my in my mind, with the same body build, same height, kind of similar metrics, and all that stuff, was T.Y. Hilton. And mm. T.Y. Hilton, for a, a nice little span, had some good seasons, four-time Pro Bowler. If Darnell Mooney can start trending up in that way, especially this year, I definitely believe he could slide right up into that uh, that number one receiver spot. And this is his year to prove that. Like, man, like, prove. He got, he, he gonna hit, he already number two. But, even when he was lined up on the on the opposite side of Alice Allen Robinson, who everybody you know was the number one, mostly he received more of the targets because he was able to create separation. That's the big thing, separation. And he averaging three point two yards on separation. That's up there with Devontae Adams, Jarvis Landry, and those boys. So he has mm -hmm. the potential. I mean, hey, I can't I can't argue that. Like looking at everything. I mean, he passed the eye test, right? Like looking at a player, just watching him on the field, he passed the eye test. I know some size, like, and you can you can counteract the size by always having another big target next to him, um, which I think is what they what they're trying to do with, with Byron Pringle. Even though, I, you know, I would like to see a little bit somebody a little bit bigger, but nonetheless. Um, and the thing that I think is going to be key for Darnell Mooney is that once Justin Fields gives him gets the ball to him. What does he do after he catches it? That's going to be the, what makes Darnell Moody special. Not to say he's a bad route runner or anything like that, because he's not. But the special sauce with him is what he does after he catches the ball. And this season, listen, it's going to be up to him. It's it's all He's going to have every opportunity to prove it. And like I said, this opened my eyes a lot more on him. I was never completely down on him like as a player as a whole. Just I thought we needed a better number one. But hey, it's all—it's all going to yeah. be shown this season, and it, listen, be, best believe, Pose is looking at that just like we are, because that's going to really inform what he has to do next offseason as well. I'm with yeah, that too, because I definitely want to see like uh, Luke get how. What does Luke Getzey like? How does Luke Getzey get get him open once Darnell yeah. Mooney starts to get doubled? What are you going to do? And he has to get yeah. himself open as well. So we'll see. CW has something to say. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh... You made a great comparison with T.Y. Hilton, nephew. Um, I just think he 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 his his numbers started to go down, you know, as he as Ooh, he started Hilton. getting yeah, T.Y. Hilton's numbers yeah, started man, to go he down. Started, he got injured a lot. Injuries too. and stuff, yeah. 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 After that's, a that while, goes that's... along with that smaller build. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I Agreed. I want I want dexterity is a plus for me when it comes to my number one receiver. Yeah. I got career. you. Makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. listen. Because especially when you're on a team like this, it doesn't have the – we'll see exactly how the wide receiver core uh, ends up shaking out. But, listen, Darnell Mooney about to get cracked a few times again. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so we'll, we'll see how he stands up because he's definitely going to get hit yeah. hard 
a lot. So yeah. <laughs> you're the number one target. You're the number one target to the defense too. Now they pay more attention yeah. to you now. Now Mooney yeah. had one touchdown last season, right? No, four touchdowns last season. Mm-hmm. How many touchdowns are we giving Mooney this season? Ooh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be number, clear right number here. one option. Clear number one option. Clear number one option now. I'll give him upwards of, could... of seven. I'll give him seven? seven and up. Okay. Seven and up. I'm, I was gonna go ten. Wow. I'm going high, bro. Wow. I'm saying 10 to 12 touchdowns receiving for Darnell Mooney this season. That's a Pro Bowl it's, season. Bro, yes. it's just I'm, simply put for me, because like on the play he broke Jalen uh Jalen Ramsey down. If the red rifle hit him in stride, he gone. Then it's another play. So when he went against the Bucks, he hit him with the the post route so nasty. If the rare rifle didn't miss the pass, it's another touchdown. That's six touchdowns that could have been added for the season, right there. Uh, give so, me some. Yeah. Give me so some reception. Oh, go ahead. My fault. I was. About, I'm giving you the numbers. I'm giving. I was okay. about to get. Is that what you about to ask? I'm about how many you. receptions and how many yards? Yeah. I'm about to ask y'all. So, so to pair with those advanced stats I gave last season for for Mooney, 81 receptions, 1,055 yards, an average of 13 yards per reception, four touchdowns. That is almost a Pro Bowl season alone, being the number two on a Matt Nagy offense alone. Given the removing the Nagyitis, the Nagyitis, given the uh, actual NFL uh, offense, I can easily see him getting twelve to thirteen hundred yards this season, and like I said, ten to twelve touchdowns. That's a Pro Bowl season. He's not okay. that far. He's not that okay. far. I think even if he does get eight. Touchdown uh, receptions with imp- in the improved offense and being the number one option, we're looking at a Pro Bowler this season for Darnell Mooney, very much so. Okay, Fair I would enough. need, to, yeah, to, to to I would need that if he's trying to make his claim for that number one. I need him to get upwards in that double digit touchdowns, get something like 11, 1200 yards. I really want to see him like a uh, ninety five reps, ninety to one hundred reps, Rex. Yeah. I mean receptions I for the year. I want to see that. I'm with you on that with rece- receptions. I was gonna go. He needed that. He need to be hitting that 90 mark. Yes, if you're gonna be ne- number one, 90 at least minimum. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I just want to take a look real quick. Give me a second to pull it up. I want to look at Allen Robinson's numbers from last season to see how many oh, receptions he got as the number one because I think that's gonna be at least much at all. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that ain't telling us shit. Jesus no, that's not telling us shit. Okay, we're going to go to 2020 for Allen Robinson, which was his last full season. He had 102 receptions for 1,250 yards. He had 12.3 uh, yards per reception and six touchdowns. Okay. so That's a good year. That's a solid year. That's a solid year. Yeah. So, so we need to go ahead and have that in I comparison. think he could do better than this. Yeah, I think he could do better than that. I definitely so, Definitely. All right. It's going to be a very, very, very interesting season for Darnell Mooney. And let us know what you guys think down below on his season. What do you think his his projections are as a number one wide receiver overall? Let us know. Uh, guys, you guys, anything left before we head out? Oh, you already know, nephew. Let him know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go ahead. If y'all want more from the Cognac Boys, go ahead. Tune in to Shy Bulls Podcast, where we be holding down for the Chicago Bulls. And then we just come rock it out every time with the Chicago Bears Central. And hold, go ahead and check out my main man, CEO Hayes, on all platforms. That boy killing it out here. Definitely one of our favorites. And, hey, if you can't go wrong, you don't do wrong, damn it. I don't know if it makes sense, but we're going to make it make sense. Damn it. 
I feel it. I feel it. Make sure you follow on the podcast at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central, Juma.com. And lastly, if you want to leave us a text and or voicemail to be played on the podcast, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We out this motherfucker, man. We'll see you beautiful people on Wednesday, man. Peace. <laughs>